Welcome to Stepping Stone's Fearless Inventory Podcast. I'm your host, Alexis. The Fearless Inventory Podcast is here to help anyone take a quick, honest self-inventory on topics we at Stepping Stones know are key to living free from all forms of victimization. But what's really great about this is that these topics are relevant for everyone. You don't have to be in a crisis to take a step back and check in on how you're doing. We all have areas of unmanageability in our lives. Maybe it's an unhealthy relationship or drug or alcohol abuse or even overspending. But once we recognize these areas in our lives and start to understand how we got to a point of unmanageability, then we can begin to do the courageous and hard work to live better lives. And that's what this podcast is all about. Welcome to today's episode of Fearless Inventory Podcast. I'm Alexis, and I'm here with Corey, my co-host. Corey is our Director of Victim Services. She leads and manages the day-to-day operations at Stepping Stones in our shelter, as well as services that we offer to people in our community. That includes safety planning, service plans, legal advocacy, and our educational support groups, along with a lot of other things as well. And Corey also trains and oversees all of our awesome advocates, our mentor advocates, and the volunteers that come and lend a hand throughout our services. Yeah, hi. (laughs) I feel really awkward having a mic in my face, and I'm used to talking in front of groups of people or doing educational classes with families, and this feels really strange. Yeah, it's a different format for sure. Uh, Also, I'm not going to listen to it because I don't want to hear the weird, (laughs) the weird, how your voice sounds back. But I am excited to have this podcast as another opportunity to share some important concepts about personal growth and development. And, you know, in 1980, Stepping Stones grew out of the first shelter in the country for victims of domestic violence. And in 40 years, we've really become experts in unhealthy relationships, trauma, unmanageability, and recovery. Yeah, and I think a lot of people see us as that domestic violence, unhealthy relationship Mm -hmm. focus, which is so important and really is something that we are experts on. And I think that there's so much more to it, right? Because typically people think about domestic violence only in terms of power and control. You know, you see that cycle out there about the cycle of power and control Mm -hmm. with domestic violence relationships. And while that's really important, there is that tension phase, there is that violence or that explosion, and then back into that honeymoon phase where everything seems okay in that relationship. But, you know, here at Stepping Stones, Mm -hmm. we talk about a lot of different things, and we take a little different approach, and we talk about this idea called unmanageability. And I think it's really important that we talk about that as the groundwork of who we are and what we do. And I'm so happy that Corey Mm -hmm. is super smart on these things. (laughs) And (laughs) just nervous about recording it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But can talk Uh about what that means. So, Corey, let's talk about what does unmanageability mean? What does it look like? Well, I, man, every time I talk about any of the, any of our educational groups, the caveat is that we all have areas of unmanageability. Yeah, definitely. And that's why I'm excited about the podcast. We all have something we can look at, something we are addressing that is hindering us from moving forward and living our best lives. I mean, it could be, it is finances, overhelping. It's something that causes pain and chaos. And with the cycle of violence you talked about, I mean, 
the old school cycle, it is what's happening with abuse, but our cycle of unmanageability is what's happening underneath. Mm -hmm. It's what's going on behind domestic violence, behind drug and alcohol abuse and other compulsive behaviors. So that's what we're going to look at in the episode. And what we do is we take a look at the feelings, habits, our responses, the things that provide the fuel or that providing the momentum for the cycle of violence, that that old school one. Yeah. Do you have like examples of what that means or what we can take a look at? Yeah. Well, oh my God, so many. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot. I think why people may find this podcast because you're experiencing pain in a relationship or there's there's something going on. So this could be you are overhelping to the point that you're not taking care of your own needs. You, If you've ever felt guilt or shame around your spending habits, if you deny, disguise, distort, distort the specifics of anything. For example, if your partner's drunk, they can't go to work, and you call in for them because you're afraid they're going to lose your job, you apologize, you say they're sick, or if your partner's drinking leads you to like go pick up their paycheck before they can get a hold of it and buy booze. There's there's things that we do, there's behaviors that help us mask this chaos and help to create an illusion of control. So we'll go through what that what that unmanageability looks like and what what I mean by the behaviors that are helping us create an illusion of control. Yeah, I think that's a great example because that's something that we see with those unhealthy relationships. And then we can also see it in our own lives. Like you mentioned, you know, spending habits. Like, are we spending more money than we should? Are we um, oversaving mm -hmm. maybe and being mm -hmm. so frugal that it's causing a problem in our life too? So there's lots of really interesting areas where unmanageability can show up. And uh, Oh, I do that. I do that when I get nervous about how much I might have spent and I didn't deny it, disguise it. Like if you say, oh, that blouse is so cute. And I go, oh, this, it was so cheap or whatever, because I'm, I'm feeling embarrassed or exposed. Like, oh, if you knew I spent $30 on this blouse. Yeah, right. We, we do a lot of things out of fear of shame, exposure, fear of abandonment. But we'll, we'll go into that stuff. Yeah. So let's talk about what this cycle looks like. Like what happens in this cycle of unmanageability? Are are there similar areas, kind of like what we talked about with the power and control wheel, where it's, you know, certain things that kind of happen among this cycle and then you have things happen that come back and repeat yeah. itself? Yes. So what happens with that old school cycle is what we visually see. But the cycle of unmanageability is like what's underneath, what's going on. But before I even get to that, I kind of want to talk about how these things develop. We may do this more in depth later in another episode when we can really dive into childhood trauma or how whatever household dysfunction stuff from our family of origin. But in general, this unmanageability develops when there's abuse, neglect, there's some kind of something going on, usually when we're growing up, that takes the, that takes the focus out of, uh, that takes the energy from the house. So parents are focusing on uh, mental health issues or their own substance abuse stuff, and kids' needs aren't getting met. Mm -hmm. So when that happens, we develop, you know, skills, we develop ways of getting our needs met, especially, and we'll really go into this later, feeling like we matter. Uh, so those can be, those can be all kinds of things. And, 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 and I'll, I'll leave it at there. But 
we get we develop behaviors that avoid pain, fear, and help us create the illusion that we're in control. The way that manifests, you know, what we'll look at with the cycle is that that can be really obvious, like with drugs and alcohol, but it can also be seen when we overspend uh, or when we have some personality traits that we develop, we have or 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 abusive relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, So what the cycle looks like is you'll get some kind of feeling like fear of abandonment or um, shame and those fears and feelings, they'll provide the momentum to kind of kick you into this cycle. In a healthy individual, in a healthy time, if it's not your thing that we're dealing with, you could get a fear, maybe a little embarrassed or something, and it's okay, and you won't, you won't get stuck here. Right. Uh, but what happens when there is something that you are needing to address we choose, I say choose, but I got to be careful. It's not conscious, but we create, we do some kind of behavior to get back to feeling okay or creating the illusion that everything is fine. Um, so in that old cycle, there's tension building in the relationship and then there's some explosion. And that is more like fear of abandonment or the abusive partner feeling out of control. There's a sign that the other partner is going to leave or they did whatever. And my feelings of shame or, or uh, fear of being abandoned kick me into a rage or kick me into being verbally abusive or controlling, manipulative to feel like I'm in control. Could that behavior also be something um where I'm trying to find control outside of that abusive relationship as well, where maybe I'm, um, if I do a better job of cleaning, then that will let the tension come down and then it'll be a better relationship. So if I can do that and I can control that, then I'm controlling what's happening over here. So if you're the partner that's being, that's more being hit or being victimized. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So both partners, this really complicated. I think maybe in the next episode, we'll go more into specifically domestic violence or intimate partner violence. What's happening in a relationship when both partners are uh, unhealthy, basically, and the behaviors that go on. But but me, you know, say I'm the one who's um, being hurt physically hurt, I may try all kinds of stuff to make sure things are perfect to Mm -hmm. I may be I, I will likely be. I will likely develop codependent traits where I'm trying to manage other people and take a look at all the other people around me to assess if I'm okay. And you know, that's a, that's, that's a huge one. We could, I could talk all day about, about codependency. (laughs) In fact, we will. There's so much to it. Yeah. And we will cover that one of these days. Um, so the unmanageability starts with the feeling. We have some kind of behavior that releases or gets rid of that feeling. And then that cycle happens again and again and again. So some of the examples of behaviors can be what we talked about, cleaning, uh, spending money, helping, overhelping. I mean, overhelping to the point that you're not taking care of your own stuff. And that, that kind of means if I'm taking care of everybody else, I can look good, I can feel good, even though there might be all kinds of crap going on at mm-hmm. home. Ooh, I almost said another word and I'm ner- <laughs> I, that's the other reason that I'm nervous about the podcast is because I swear sometimes to make my point 
And I'm concerned we might have to put an explicit mark <laughs> on our podcast. <laughs> just a just a warning. It could come up. <laughs> okay. Uh, so other compulsive behaviors like dieting, overworking. It could be abusive behaviors like drug and alcohol abuse, uh, e- eating, gambling. Down to ga- oh my gosh, gambling and spent money, finances. All of that could I could you know again talk all day about. Mm-hmm. Then there could be things like phobias, uh, having panic attacks and stuff. And then there's some psychosomatic stuff that if it's kind of otherwise unexplainable, you know, if you're having migraines or you're having lots of stomach issues or um, chronic fatigue, that's not to say these things aren't from other reasons too, but when we have trauma and we have a lot of stuff going on uh, in the chaos, it can come out sometimes in our bodies in a real in a real medical way, but it's caused by trauma that's so Uh, that's so important to mm -hmm. I think think about often we Mm -hmm. see those physical things manifest in a life but we don't realize that really it's coming from some of these traumatic things that are so internalized and we don't even necessarily recognize them I can tell you how many times I've been I've been officially with stepping stone 17 years and working with little kiddos especially who have stomach aches who have headaches i mean a kid unless there's something big going on like medical they shouldn't have stomach aches and headaches but they do when there's a lot of when there's fear when there's anger when there's tension that goes on that they're internalizing and causes medical issues yeah Um, do you see it when it's really when they've been living in a very unstable life right things are never consistent for them and they never know what might come so that's that not only causes psychosomatic things like body stuff, but that's where a lot of compulsive behaviors are down to hoarding. If you don't, you know, if you don't know when you're going to get that thing again, it it comes out in being compulsive about buying something like I need my soccer cleats by Friday, but it's Monday and I just I'm going to nag because I'm on because I'm afraid based on our chaotic lives that I'm not going to get what I need. And I'm not going to get soccer cleats in time for the big game because last time I didn't get get what I needed. So compulsive things, uh, lots of personality traits, lots of behavior, mental health issues. A lot of that comes from uh, growing up, being a child in an environment where there was uh, trauma, abuse, um, childhood experiences like that make us vulnerable to this stuff. But that's not it's not all the time. So that's what we'll. <laughs> We'll dive deep into all that stuff. Yeah, there's a lot to it for sure. And it's a really big idea and a big topic that takes time to understand and to see in your own life, right? It takes some time to identify areas where something might be unmanageable. Okay, Corey, so what does this all mean? Why do people need to know Mm -hmm. more about the cycle of unmanageability before they start listening to more of our episodes where we dive into other topics. Oh, God, yeah. Well, when we start to talk about abuse, drugs, codependency, boundaries, I mean, we'll keep bringing it back to to this, to the underlying issues of unresolved trauma, our responses, and skills we learn to protect ourselves um, from exposure, shame, and being out of control. Uh, the 12 Promises of AA... What the first promise says, if we are painstaking about this phase of our development, we'll be amazed before we're halfway through. 
And, and this is one of the goals of Fearless Inventory Podcast, I'd say, is to get us started doing that hard work. I mean, we need to be honest, open, willing, and that's flipping hard. Yeah, it is. Uh, that That is hard. Well, a s- quick side note is I, I reference the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous, and I just want to point out that a lot of the language we use is integrated into our philosophy, but in line with their traditions, we don't endorse and they're not affiliated with Stepping Stones, but we really use so many concepts from the 12-step recovery program. You'll hear it a lot in this in this podcast. Yeah, and definitely in upcoming episodes, uh, we will touch on topics like recovery and mm-hmm. things related to recovery and substance abuse. Uh, of course, we'll talk about unhealthy relationships. That yeah. is obviously what our awesome advocates are so um, well-versed in and have really They're the solid best. Understand. They really they are. They really are. They're <laughs> awesome. Um, as well as uh, more specific things like codependency, which is its own thing, and boundaries and understanding what healthy boundaries mm-hmm. are. And, you know, a lot of these times, Corey and I will be here together yep. uh, hosting these shows. Other times we'll have some awesome guests come on mm-hmm. and talk about their mm-hmm. real-life experiences. You know, they're here to share their stories, share their strength, and share their hope and what they've done to uh, do this hard work that yeah. we're talking about. Yeah, for sure. And they'll be able to help us and guide us in this journey of living a better life together. Yeah. Before before we sign off for the this time, I wanted to let folks know that if this specific topic hit home for you, if it caused pain or shame or just made you want to talk more or in future episodes, you can talk with one of our advocates. You don't have to be in a crisis to talk with someone. I mean, you don't have to live in our shelter. Uh, We're here to help talk through whatever's going on. We have things like educational support groups and safety planning, or we can help assess how dangerous your situation might be. But you can call and talk to one of our advocates or you can email me and I can answer whatever questions you have. Yeah, definitely check out our show notes for all Mm -hmm. of the resources related to this episode. Uh, You can learn more about the cycle of unmanageability as well as uh, our emails and ways to get connected to us if you have questions or you want to learn more about what we talked about today. Our advocates are also always available 24-7 on our helpline uh, every single day of the year. Well, well, hold on. <laughs> 24-7, we are. We are available day and night. Since 1980, for 40 years, a live person has answered our helpline. Don't call in the middle of the night if you're just wanting to ask questions. You know, that's kind of, we prefer that for the police. But really, you can call and talk to a live human being uh, on our helpline. Yeah, day and night, uh, 928-445. 4673 is our helpline uh, and our advocates are there to offer resources and talk with you more. Mm-hmm. So always reach out there if you have questions. Thanks again for listening yes. to this episode and we look forward to sharing more on the Fearless Inventory podcast in you the future. This podcast is presented by Stepping Stones Agencies, a not-for-profit organization providing 24-7, 365 advocacy services and safe shelter for adults and children experiencing intimate partner violence and other forms of victimization throughout West Yavapai County, Arizona. Visit SteppingStonesAZ.org for more information.